together well. Um, we bring Rabbi David Heber on the air uh, on different occasions to talk about Jewish calendaric trivia. Obviously, there is nobody like Rabbi Heber when it comes to this area of, um, of interest. He is the rabbi of Kahal Avas Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore. He's Kasha's administrator at the Star K. And he has this uh, amazing and incredible book that we will never stop recommending. <laughs> that I can tell you. The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. Buy it. Give it to the bar and bat mitzvah uh, kids. Uh, they'll find it amazing and fascinating. And it's not just for kids, for everybody. The Intriguing World of Jewish Time, Rabbi David Heber. Rabbi David Heber, a, a good yard to you, a, a gesunden winter, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good yard to you and your listeners. By the way, is it a gesunden winter? Does it have to be a freilichen winter? A, uh, you know. Uh, I'll... All of the above. <laughs> oh, so, so anything's ex- so once once you hit Tuesday night outside of Israel, any of those greetings are acceptable. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said I, I said I would start with the most important question. I brought you on today for one reason. I was intrigued by some of the things that happened over Yontem, and I had to chazer them over. I had to review them with you. So first of all, what are the rule, sure. what are the rules of the kiddish for chassid Torah and chassid brachis? It's only the recipient, right? If someone buys it for someone else, it's the person that actually gets it that must give a kiddish, correct? Correct. That's correct, right? And, and That's correct. Is, so a lot of people do it this Shabbos or other weeks, whatever they could. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, what's the statute of limitations? They could go to one parsha <laughs> with the oh, kiddish. Oh boy! So, I have to tell you something. We had one year. And our show, someone else says Right. And one year there was a Simcha. And this week, I must have been in like, uh, I don't remember. And, and by, by the year of Corona also was postponed for very long because we were making Kiddush, if I remember correctly. So we postponed it. But I remember it's a rub's dream because you get to Darshan about Simcha's Torah <laughs> in the middle of July, you know. So. <laughs> Yeah. Of course, it happened to you, Rabbi Heber. <laughs> and, yeah. and so, so they're so they're likely. It's likely. I mean, we, you know, I think here we could actually set a precedent. You and I can now declare, on behalf of the Jewish people worldwide, that the Chassid Torah or and or Chassid Brachis Kiddush must be done by. I don't know. Let's choose that. Should it be Hanukkah? Should it be Pesach? Because obviously, you know, the shuls turned over from Chabetz to uh, to Pesach. Dick. Should should it be until the end of uh, of Shavuos when you hit the you finish a shalosh regalim. What should we do, Rabbi Heber? We have the power right now to, to make a rule. The power right now. <laughs> I would say it goes by Shnai Mikavecha Targum rules, which are my recedra, which you have till next Simchas Torah. Ah, ah. If you miss it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so yeah. we're, being, we're being very lean. Year, decades from yeah. now, they'll say that the Heber, the Heber Siegel team yeah. was very lenient when it came to the Chassid Torah, Chassid Brashis Kiddush. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> I'll tell you, all these, all these questions should be so easy. I'll tell you, a couple of baffling things, and that's why I... Uh, I, uh, I asked you to join me this morning. So don't you remember, you know, and again, this is not a knock on Art Scroll at all. I know the research, and they have amazing Talmidei Chachamim, incredible uh, Rabbanim uh, and, um, and Torah scholars that are doing, you know, th- that, are, that are working on their publications. I'm only bringing them up because that's the machzor we used in shul. And I remember as a kid, don't you remember as a kid as well, that the Aravas, the Hoshanas, 
would be clopped with the words kol mevaser mevaser b'yomer that as you were as you were clopping hashadas, that's what those were the words coming out of your mouth. It looks like according to the modern machzorim that the, the kol mevaser should be said first, and then afterwards there's a uh, uh, there's the actual clopping of hashadas. What's your comment about that? Right, good question. Okay, so from a memory, you're right. I, I seem to recall such a thing also, but maybe it's just because we were kids and like the Komavasar as a kid, you know, you remember hearing them yelling out Komavasar, you know, the Chazan and everybody saying it out loud. Right. And then as a kid, I'm not sure if you said the small print, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. so, but really, there's, there's a couple of men hug him there. So. Some say in the middle of Kashi's Kabul. I think some say before Kashi's Kabul. Right. Say after, after. Right. But again, you have that Hashia Samech, a little paragraph. Right. I think I think they're right. Obviously, they're right. I think that's the prevalent meaning is to say it is to say it at the end. You know, at the very end. You know, by around the Kaddish. After, area, after you so, after the Aron Kodesh has been closed. As a kid, I remember the Aron Kodesh was still that's open when sure. it was done. Yeah, that has to be that has to, because it's a design. You know, it's not proper to right. go ahead and clap uh, Shadis while the Aron is open at that point. Right. All right. It's the it's the old you know conflict between uh, uh, between tradition of youth and what you remember and what you should actually do you know what I mean <laughs> like what, what, what the proper thing is to do. Um, so on Shabbos Cholamoid, would you say Vizkalalos Laregel? I've seen both uh, in the Mishaberach because obviously we say Lechvod Shabbos, but would you say Lechvod Haregel as well? Because after all, even though even though it's Cholamoid, it's still part of the Regel, right? Right, correct. So that's, that's funny. The guy came over to me and asked me that question. Wow. And I told him to do it. I told him to do it. Certainly Sukkot, because Sukkot, you know, is a bump up. Right. And the Haftarah, we said the extra mention Yontif, um, even though the Haftarah is only coming, not because it's Cholomai, but because it's Shabbos. Shabbos, Cholomai, Pesach, we only say Mekadosh Shabbos. Shabbos, Cholomai, Sukkot. Right. We do both. So certainly Sukkot, you would do L'Kvayar Regal, but I would even guess Pesach. You're right, because it's Cholomai. I mean, you, you technically have the right to do it. Look, let's say you made a Mishabach HaCholomoyed. Someone uh, decided to make it on a week, quote-unquote, not the Yontif, but rather Cholomoyed. I think you'd also say the regal uh, in that case, because, again, like you're saying, it's regular. Like you're yeah. right. It's so case. it's so funny because I know that if someone would say lechvoda regel, someone would shout out not to do it, you know. <laughs> so, of course, yeah. uh, but that's the meaning of the shul. The meaning of the shul is to have a fight about whether to do it or not, you know. So, <laughs> um, Anim Zmiris, I mean Hoshana Raba, is it exclusively at the beginning of davening like Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, or as someone suggested to me over Yuntiv, they've seen Anim Zmiris at the end of Musaf on Russia, even on Rosh Hashanah. Have you ever seen that or anything having to do with the Amim Narayim slash Hoshana? Rabbi, you're always going to say Shira covered at the beginning of davening. Okay, so you ask a great question. I had this, I had this aura 20 years ago when I started davening. When I, you know, when I was actually I was assistant rav to Michael Feldman, trying to talk to Rocha. It was my first year. I was the chazan. I had been chazan previously, Baltfila for Musaf, in two other shuls, and uh, they did share, you know, share covered at the beginning of davening, and all of a sudden I'm in. You know, a new show. I'm a sister rabbi. I'm diving for Ahmed. It's a long Musaf. And, and I see the Shia covered at the end of Musaf. You know, after a long Musaf, you know, I remember my father, you know, finishing his davening. And that was it. Musaf ended. And it was a short ending. And that was it. Um, so I believe, I actually, I have a, a quick story to tell you. But yeah. in our show, we do the Shia covered at the end of Rosh Hashanah. And at the end of, um, certainly Hashanah Rabbah, we do it at the end of David, but even Rosh Hashanah, really? we do it at the end of Musaf. Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, not. 
Rosh Hashanah, yes, but now you're really getting to my memories now. Because every year on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, I remember if you're asking this question, when I grew up in St. Louis, my father was Chazan in Ferris, Israel. Ferris is a Chavakadisha, today it's known as Tick. And he right. was a Chazan there until about 50 years ago. And 50 years ago, they moved to Chesterfield. And um, my father didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to move out to, the, to this new neighborhood, which they brought Hashem, Shiva there, and it's a tremendous uh, uh, neighborhood. But in those days, it was a small neighborhood. And it was just starting. So we, we my father became the Chazan of Shulchas Shalemis, um, where Rabbi Echesi was the Rav. Anyway, that's the history. 50 years ago, we moved. We moved to Shul. So we, we were in our same house. Anyway, when I was a kid, I am, I'm giving away my little secrets here. <laughs> when I was a, a when I was a kid, so the rabbi was Rabbi Milton Poland, was the Rav. And, um, I remember Rabbi Paul. He was, president, he was president of the RCA at one time. Yes, yes, yes. He became the rubber of King's West Jewish right, Center. in Brooklyn, right? right? He was my rubber when, uh, when I was a little boy. Wow. So it was a one year. I don't remember. I, I did something that I was not allowed to do on his anymore. I was this little a first grader, maybe. And uh, I don't know why I was banned for a few weeks. I, I can't tell you what I did wrong, but I couldn't do it. I remember on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, I asked my father if he could ask Ray Poland if I could resume my you know, if I could get back in the rotation. Right. And Rabbi Poland, Rabbi Poland said yes. So every year the second day of Rosh Hashanah, I remember I had that Rachamim from the Rav. I, get, I don't remember what I did. But like, Karachim, you know, Karachim of Abundant. Like I said, the second day of Rosh Hashanah. So now I'm going to tell you the story now because obviously we did Amzir at the end of the evening because right. I remember this vividly. Right. Uh, of of getting, getting back in the rotation. So... Uh, and we're dedicating that story about Chesterfield to Stanley Raskis, who might be listening right now. So we're going to dedicate it to him, if you don't mind. Oh, sure. St. Louis, <laughs> absolutely. Sure. Great St. Louis. Of course. The great St. Louis people. Uh, Rabbi David Heber is with us. We're talking about some of the things that went on or didn't go on uh, during um, uh, during the, uh, the holidays. Now, uh, you must have noticed this. I can't be the only one who noticed this. Um in the old Sidurim, and again, the comparison to art scroll is only old versus modern. It's not, not a knock on anybody. In the old Sidurim, in the Hoshana paragraphs, for some reason, at the end of the paragraphs, they always have the words Hoshana. Do you ever notice that? Like before the last one or two of the Hoshanas that you're going, I'm not talking about the original four. Right. You know what I'm talking about? The paragraph. For, I don't right, know, correct, and, correct. And, and, and the once, and and, the, right. And then once, well, and it looks. Walk around when you right. walk around. And it looks random. It looks random to me, but there may be a reason why it's like that. I actually looked at it. Lael Simchus Torah. I went to some of the old Sidurim just to check it out. Now, in the Machser that we use, the Art Scroll Machser, which again has been researched and updated and, you know, supervised by some incredible Tommy Dechamim, as you know. So they don't have the word Hoshana anywhere in those paragraphs except once. Correct. Which prompted me to tell the Baltfila that it's not that it's not that you're saying Hoshana Shoagim Hoshana. You're saying because why would someone say you know Shoagim means to scream or to yell, right? So why would someone Correct, why, right, would, why right. would someone be commemorating yelling? It's Shoagim Hoshana. You're you're pointing out that people Correct. are screaming the words Hoshana. So it's Hoshana Shoagim Hoshana Hoshana. Correct. That's how it That's should be. Correct. That is correct. So, 100%. so number, so could you, so number one, please, Bali Tfila, I'm begging you, stop this pet peeve of mine, and and don't think that that word is just randomly there to be, you know, an ending of one of the Hoshanas. But would you know why in the old Sidurim, Hoshana was tossed in at the end of those paragraphs? What seems to be randomly, right? So, 
So I think that on this, well, first of all, there's two men hugging. Okay, I think the prevalent minig, the Bible called minig America, is to do a shana and make the statement a shana by everyone. Right. Correct. So, you know, shana, but see a shana, shana, Correct. Et cetera. When you get to a shana, like you say, shaggy my shana, a shana, you say right. it twice. Right. There are places that just say without a shana. And there you throw, you should say, you throw, um, they actually just say it without Hoshana. So they'll say, you know, the first four, and then they'll say, uh, I said maybe, except that at the end, at the very end, by the last one, they say Hoshana. I think the tough Hoshana. If I, if I, so they would just say um, the words Evan Shasia and Beis Abahira? That's correct, yes. yes. Because in, I've, see, I've seen a Chabad minning, or a Chabad minion, I should say, that says Hoshana. Evan Shasia and then Hoshana Beis Abachira. In other words, only say the words Hoshana at the, at the, at the beginning. beginning. Right. Okay, so yeah, there's three, three Minhagim on that. Wow. Again, the prevalent Minhag America is both surrounding everyone. So that's why the old sitter then, has it. For those who didn't say Hoshana, they, at the end, they want you to say it. Right, right, exactly. Wow. Correct. The last, the, the last, the tough, I think, gets surrounded by Hoshana, I believe. Interesting. Um, Correct. It's yeah, either the tough or, bu- or both the shin and the tough. I don't remember. I don't have it in front of me. It's it's either both or it's it's just the, the last end of the shin and the end of the tough. I right. think it means the beginning of the tough and the, and the wow. that, that's the different minhagim. Again, we're used to have one way. Again, most shuls do it both ways. I mean, that's the way I grew up, and that's the way I remember it right. well. You know, Hoshana, uh, and so on. Hoshana Machlokes Viazor Vesigala, or it's clearly Viazor. Okay, so now this is a very tricky question. You know, for, first and of by all, the way, and by the way, and by the way, let me point out that again, the art scroll machzer uh, has Vyazor. Not even a question. Like that's what you say, and that's the end of it. Oh, you want? I'm sorry. I said it too. Yeah, it's, it's Vyazor. It's right? for sure Vyazor. Vyazor, right? It's Vyazor. Yes, because it's Yontif. Unless you're there are those who are not not to have Yontif davening. Really? I'm davening. But if you're very, I believe Bin Chabad is is regular davening, like Cholavayid. Of course, with all the Hishanas. So, what did you think I originally had asked the, you? No, I thought you asked me the tune to use. You use Yom Neroi. Ah, and the, the, oh, Taka. That's yeah. a huge, yeah, yeah huge, huge. <laughs> Is it Shalash Regalim or is it Yom Neroi? Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's a huge, um, it depends. Wow. <laughs> if you look in the, in the, in the, in the Dover, Luach Dover B'Kitai, it's got two Benhagim. Um, it shows you two different Benhagim exactly, literally, part by part, what to do. How to do it. Every show has their own. This, this is this is beyond any. Someone's got to write this up, but it's beyond any uh, any you know discussion. Say every show has a different minute here. Right. How to do this, Shana Rabba? Would you um would you have a problem with uh, you? Know, I mean, most people, most shuls on Hoshana Rabba will do Yamim Narayim Nusach for Pesukah de Zimra. Correct. Would you have a problem Correct. having? Oh, sure. Would you have a problem having a Shliach Tzibur wearing both tefillin and a kittel? That's another fascinating question. So, of course, of course, we're well. The question really is right. Exactly, we, we, you do that. I mean, that's we do that in our shul. You have someone who wears tefillin as a shliach tzibur. That's what happens, right? We do our shanas at the end of at the end of um, howl, the end of shachras, right. so then howl, right? So that happens. But again, the prevalent meaning is well, if you're doing shachras at the run, that means you're not wearing tefillin. That's the fired. But again, it's, a lot of shuls do it now after shachras. You, you're going to see that it, it is a fascinating scene. Um, see tefillin with a kittel, but you know, uh, yeah, but the Shliach uh, Tzibor is taking off tefillin before Hallel. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Right. But he still has to get the lawn from early. He has to get right. the lawn from early. Hundred percent. Uh, it is an interesting look. Right. In other it's words, he's not he's not doing Hoshanas with Tefillin on, but but he's doing so right, 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 Zimmer with Tefillin right. on. Right. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Is your minute to wear Tefillin uh, Holomoid or not? I I don't wear Tefillin. I don't wear Tefillin. Our family doesn't wear Tefillin. Yeah. Neither do, neither do we. It's uh, it's interesting yeah. as well. Um, do you feel lacking? On Tuesday, when you're not wearing tefillin, knowing that it's a mitzvah daraisa to wear tefillin, but we have yontif sheni. No, because uh, oh, oh, Tuesday. I mean, oh no, no, it's it's yontif, you know. So it was, it was fine. It was easy. That was easy. The I, real thing is to is to, is to feel good when you put it on to have that special feeling after a week week and a half without tefillin. So Wednesday, Wednesday, you felt even so, even though yontif was gone, you felt elevated on Isruchag. Well, Tuesday night, I thought, oh, I'll be elevated tomorrow morning. And then uh, you got to remember to feel, oh, if, if you try to, you know, try to engage in that whole bit. Very special, you know, a special way to start uh, Isukhag and to start the uh, Yimei for now the long winter. When was your sukkah put away? It's still up. <laughs> the, the decorations came down last night, though. <laughs> All right. And now I'm going to blow your mind because uh, I, have a, I have two special messages for you from Gavriel Siegel. Uh, who's our youngest son, and had two two what I thought were amazing observations over Yuntif, and he said, oh, you got to discuss this with Rabbi Heber. Are you ready, Rabbi Heber? Go ahead, yep. Gavriel, Gavriel says, Rabbi Heber always rightfully makes a big deal about the fact that the longest benching of the year is when we have... Uh, Al Hanisim and Yalaviovo on a Shabbos, right? And, and of course, you and I have discussed this a million times over the last couple of decades, correct? Right, yes. But does Rabbi Heber know, Gavriel Siegel asks, what the, what clearly is the second longest benching of the year? Oh, no, I never thought of that. So I guess you mean uh, Shabbos Sukkot with the Harachman who Yaakov Lano Sukkot started on that follow. Very good. <laughs> oh, good. That's a good. That's a good. Next year, next year. We got to remember that for next year. Well, but okay. sec- no, yeah. but it, no, but we had it this year for those who say Yan Chilil Chikulo Tov during the week as well, because there are people that say Yom Chikulo Tov. Uh, oh, because you have Shabbos Yom Right, I got correct. it. I got it. I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Every Shabbos, every you can have it every year. So we had it this year. Well, right, every year in Shabbos Cholamayit mm-hmm. automatically. If you say all the Harachamans would have it. So that was his first observation, and then the, the next, the next one, you're going to say to yourself, "Oh gosh, <laughs> this guy thinks the way you do." You ready for this? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm already. Yeah. Remember, we're Levium, as you know, because you've had you you. Yeah. I, I've had the honor of being called up by you uh, for Elias in the past, as you know. <laughs> so yes, we're, we're yes, Levium, yes. and I come back from my Levi Aliyah, so now I have been up there on Shabbos Cholomoid for both Levi and Shlishi, right? Obviously, that's how it works, right? And, yes. I, and I come back to my seat, and Gavriel Siegel says to me, I think this is the record for the shortest amount of time a Levi could stand at the Torah during Lading. Interesting. Interesting. And so that, maybe, I just, well, I just tell, tell the audience... Right. The answer would be... I got to go count the words. Now I got to go count the words and get back to you on that one. Because what would be... the word count because three and three. You're going to get three and three there too. Masa, you're also going to get three and three according to most Hakim. We yeah, gotta, we, we got to make some counts. I don't know that off the cuff. Though. Most most masse, like most masse, um I mean, masse doesn't happen that often. But once, but most of them that have happened over because my Benjamin's uh, bar mitzvah, official bar mitzvah was masse, and um, most uh, of the Monday Thursday masses that I've seen have been to read all the uh, 
all the yeah. Uh, yeah. The most I think a lot of places in America would read, read the short version. Really, the long on Shabbos they read the long. But we got to go make a word count on that. But a great, tell them great horror. That's a great one. I like it. And it's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I wish I would have thought of Purim. Of course, it should be Purim morning. But this may be. These are those are pretty short aliyahs. Shabbos Cholamoy yeah, Sukkot. I'll, yeah. I'll bet. I mean, Sukkot Cholamoy is shorter words. I bet my guess. We'll wow. Check it out. In which case, yeah. he would be right. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, uh, I wonder if that's worthy enough for you to, for your next book, the, the shortest amount of time that a lady can no, be yeah, standing in the Torah. And yeah, by no. the way, while we're on the topic, there are there are for those of us who are Levian, there are times we're up there for quite a while. There's certain aliyahs, there's certain lady oh, aliyahs yeah. that are pretty Absolutely. long. So. Absolutely, Cohen <laughs> is up there for the longest. Cohen Kisisa really is very long. Uh, and even and by the way, if uh, if if, um, uh, if someone if someone gets Asertasa as a Levi Bimkom Cohen, then which you know happens, yeah, yeah, there yeah. there are a lot of times that they're no Cohen. Oh, by the way, there was another. Sure. I, I just reminded myself. Oh yeah, and last question for me, and then you could tell us if you have anything you'd like to add as we get in. Oh yeah, the t- actually two more things. There's always two more things with you, Rabbi Heber. Um, there are no kids in shul. There are no kids in shul. Can you just wrap up laning and go straight to Chassan Torah? You mean no, you mean no call on arm, you mean? Correct. I guess so, yeah. No call on no, arm. Like that's what we did, and it's no big deal, right? I mean, it, it seems like there's no big deal. No, no, right. No, call on arm is if they're kids. Right. You know, it's not like someone has to get the call on arm Aliyah. No, no. And finally, Rabbi Heber, as we wrap up this holiday season, next week... The high schooler's nightmare. Do you know what I'm referring to? It's late. Nate's is late. No, no, because it gets later, so it's not next week because we're not changing the clock yet. Why is next week the high the high school bucher's nightmare? <laughs> I know you're gonna oh, you're gonna laugh sure. when I when I reveal yeah, this. Yeah. Rosh Chodesh Tuesday and Wednesday, lading four days oh. in a row. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's or for shuls, they also got to get up early in a lot of shuls. They dive in early. Rosh That's Friday. right. Real, really quick. The Hakel, Hakel is all the kids. The children came to Yishalayim this year. Is Hakel following you know the Shemitah when everyone came to Yishalayim? It says we bring the Taf, the children to Yisrael. I said this on the second day of Sukkot. The letters Taf or Tas and Pei, the rarest letter in the Torah, the only letter in the Torah that appears less than a thousand times, is an end of Pei, right? A Pei Sofis. The, the least common regular letter is a tess. When something is rare, it's precious. The letters tess is the rarest regular letter, and the pay is the rarest letter, right? End of letter. Our children are precious. That's why they're spelled tass. They're precious. They're, 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 when something is, again, rare, we treat every child individually, especially like he's the only child, she's the only child. That's the rarity of tass, and therefore the word tass is spelled with a tess and an end of pay. Love it. Someone told me there's no peso feet in Shmonesre, except on one occasion. That is true. Except Purim, with Purim. the word taf. In Alanisim, yeah. right? In benching also. In benching also. In benching also. There's no peso feet in benching except Alanisim. No. That's correct. Yep. In the regular, the first four brachas. That's and correct. since this week is Shabbos Bracious, there's no Samach in, in Maisa Bracious? Is it Samach? Or? To begin, correct. That's I think correct. Right? There's no yep. Samach in Maisa Bracious. The right. entire first Aliyah, you Our, that's correct. Right. You won't find the letter Samach. Well, righty. Rabbi Heber, 
what can I say? What a delight it is to speak to you. I wish you the best in the upcoming year, and I cannot wait. I already can't wait to start compiling my list for our next conversation. Okay. Can't wait. Zeigesund. Take care. He is, Have a good year to you and your listeners. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. He is the author of the book, The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. It is a must, 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 must read, which means you got to buy it. Uh, go to the web, The Intriguing World of Jewish Time, Rabbi David Heber. Uh, he is also the, um, he is also the uh, Rabbi of Kahal Avas Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore, Kasha's administrator to Star K, and most notably, and I'm sure this is the title that he wears with the greatest pride. He is Jewish calendaric consultant for JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs> I would guess that he wears that with the greatest pride.